Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia. And you know, my crazy, my wood chopping, my fire breathing, my de <laughs> devil horn. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I should say. <laughs> wood chopping, okay. Wood chopping devil horn. That's me. Gangsta, it's me. Gangsta motherfucker. Master John! I'm a G, yo. Are you, you, you were like interrupting me in my intro for you. Yeah. I can't say wood chopping. <laughs> I think I say woodchuck. Woodchuck, woodchuck, woodcut. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> I didn't chop any wood. I need to, though. I've been splitting some wood, though. <laughs> I bet you have. No. So, tonight, John, we're talking from the Bad Girls Bible. Of course we are. Of course we are. Dot com. <laughs> 15 surprisings and weird fetishes. We like the weird fetishes. We do. We like the weird fetishes. And, you know, people like that. People also like details and what they can do and what we can teach them to do stuff in bed. So... We gotta find stuff to teach them dirty. Right? So I'm doing a demo tomorrow, FYI. Oh, are you? I am. I'm doing a, a fun little private demo. Just thought I would share that with you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> You're gonna be working, John. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> Sorry you're gonna miss that, but it's gonna be interesting. I'll take pictures. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you gonna tell me what it is? <laughs> is it a strange fetish? Stuff that we do in the dungeon. Okay. You know, some of our friends are just going to come over. And learn. Learn BDSM stuff. Okay. Not samorophilia? Samorophilia? We're not going to teach them that? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, but what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Read it, John. Okay. Let me, let me figure out how to read. <laughs> <laughs> You can't ask me to do too many things. Like, I I can do a few things, but I can't do everything. Reading, it's beyond my capability. Talking. Talking, I can do. Okay. Make shit up. I can make shit up. All right. Simorophilia. Yes. This fetish is all about arousal after witnessing disasters. Well, damn. We live yeah. in Florida. We yeah. have a lot of hurricanes. I guess people are getting turned on by that shit. <laughs> <laughs> a hurricane. Ooh, I'm wet. Ooh. <laughs> Tornado. <laughs> oh. It was first coined in 1984 by John Money. That's a good name. Who wrote an entire paper about this fetish. A perfect example, a car accident. If you've ever seen the movie Crash or read the book of the same title, you've already familiar with this weird fetish. Of course, somorphilia differs from our body's natural response to grief and tragedy, which is sometimes sexual. It has more to do with the rush that comes with being in potential dangerous situations. Indeed, somorphilia can result in bodily harm or even death. Perhaps this fetish is shared by storm chasers who so often flirt with disaster. Yeah, I don't get the storm chasing, but you know, a lot of people want to do that. A lot of people get off on the adrenaline, on the edge play. I'm We've sure. talked about that, like knife play and fire play and even electrical play that I do. It's the adrenaline rush that you get because... You really are in danger if you do oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
No, thank you. <laughs> the next one is trichophilia. It kind of sounds like a staph infection. Oh, I was thinking tricycle. Oh, okay. I was not. <laughs> Everyone knows that men love women with long hair, but it's kind of weird that most people take it too far. The answer is a resounding yes. Trichophilia is it. This fetish goes beyond liking hair. After all, who doesn't like flowing locks of perfect, coif-smelling of clean shampoo. People with trichophilia obsess and sexualize hair, and it doesn't even have to be hair on your head. It can be body hair or even refer to a specific type of hair, such as a beard stubble on a man's face. Or pubes. Well, it didn't say pubes, <laughs> but perhaps... I just thought I wanted <laughs> Perhaps the perfect partner for a bearded hipster someone with trichophilia. Well, we know a lot of women that like Beards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beards are sexy on men. I grew a beard out for a girl one time and I looked like a damn teddy bear. I bet. <laughs> I bet. You've seen the pictures. <laughs> I've seen a lot of your pictures and now I have decided not to go on your FetLife page anymore. Cool. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> Do the next one, John. <laughs> this one sounds amazing. Quicksand drowning. Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Let's all go drown in some quicksand. You can only do that once, though, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no official name for this weird fetish yet, but this doesn't mean the internet isn't full of videos and photos depicting it. For some people, the idea of a person, especially a woman, nearly drowning in quicksand is quite the turn-on. Perhaps these viewers imagine themselves as a hero who can swoop in and save the day. Or maybe these people are aroused by the women's fear. Either way... This is a fetish we hope you won't experience anytime soon. Wow. So that's some kind of bondage right there. <laughs> you're, in, you're in quicksand. You're not going anywhere. And the dude's just looking at you like, hell yeah. Quick, quicksand is scary. Even quicksand is scary. Yeah, it's very scary. And when I bind a girl up and put her in bondage because I want to do shit to her, I can't do shit to her if she's in the quicksand. I got to get in the quicksand too. I bet you do. And then there's going to be sand in places. And mm -hmm. It's worse than you sex You eat it on out. Stop lying. Well, okay. For minutes, I run out of air because I'll be under the sand. <laughs> you like breath play. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right. So the next one, let's brace yourself. And FYI, we should tell our listeners, John and I do not read these beforehand. <laughs> we have so, no idea what's happening. No, so we can be completely surprised just like you. <laughs> Number four, kleptolagnia. Mm, sounds like labia. But Sounds it is like not. kleptomania. Ooh, you go to stealing, I go to clips. <laughs> pussies. Let's see who's right. Stealing pussies. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, we're both right. Ooh. And we're both fucking wrong. Okay. <laughs> Combine part. <laughs> Combine one part thievery with equal parts of arousal. See, we were Damn, both right. We were so right. And you've got klept stealing that pussy. <laughs> Kleptolagnia. Also known as kleptophilia. If you have this fetish, you'll find yourself aroused by stolen objects and by stealing them. The objects are typically small, which makes them easier to steal. One common item that is stolen is a person's underwear. And we can imagine that sex toys are also common. Now, John, I am sure you have stolen some dirty underwear from some of your hoes, right? No. <laughs> but maybe they don't wear any. Um, but this I'm done with them. I tried to rip them off. They're, they're no good. <laughs> you can't put those bitches back on. I don't want them. You can't them in the trash. Don't put that shit on. 
But the stolen goods don't have to be sexual in nature. According to one doctor, the stolen item may need to have belonged to someone personally. Significant for the act of stealing the item to be considered sexually pleasurable to the kleptophile. Hmm. Interesting, huh? Says in some cases, fetishists of this type will even masturbate with stolen goods. Here's hoping you're made of non-porous materials. Wow. Hmm. I had a roommate that was just still random shit from me all the time, and I have to go get it. Maybe she was. Maybe she had the hots for you. She rubbed it on her pussy. I, I bet know. she was that dirty know. little hoe. Dirty hoe. She was like, "Ooh, chatty potato." How <laughs> 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 do we give him Johnny hotcakes to chatty potato? <laughs> You're from Idaho. Uh, they call me tater tot. <laughs> okay. I can't oh. say this word. Kim. Crimastistophilia. Damn, you good. Oh, they're going to say that five times like all the other words. Say it again. No. Dr. Mark Griffin <laughs> talks about crimastistophilia, yeah. which is similar to the above fetish. You know you've got this fetish if you like being held up, robbed, and otherwise stolen from. People like to be stolen from? Fuck no. Who are these weirdos? Steal that pussy. (laughs) (laughs) This fetish can involve being conned or lied to by one's lover. In some forms of this fetish, the fetishist gets off by being forced to pay for sexual services. Kind of like the opposite of prostitution. Wow. This fetish plays into the idea of being forced to have sex. So it works well with people who like domination and submission or rough sex. Well, I like those things. A lot. A lot, a lot. <laughs> In terms of weird fetishes, this one can easily be role-played with your man. In fact, some people prefer to cremestophilia role-play as the hold-up kink. If you're into this, have your partner force you to fork over money or jewelry in return for sex, especially sex involving edging. At the end of the day, anything stolen from you can be given back, and no one will be the victim. However, you can add a bit of reality to if your partner keeps whatever it was he took from you. Hmm. Wow. Interesting, right? Is it? Maybe. Maybe not. It's strange. It made the list. It was definitely weird. (laughs) (laughs) So here's my next one. Good luck with this one. Hi, Bristophilia. You're such a bitch. I am such a bitch. (laughs) And you know what? This sounds like like the name of... Hi, no, I was going to say, it sounds like a name of a weird child. Hi, Bristophilia, come here to Mama. Oh, I was thinking high breasts, like the, you don't have saggy boobs. Hi, If you find yourself especially turned on by people who enjoy stealing things or forcing you to pay for sex, then your weird fetish might be... Hybristophilia, the fetish for people who have committed crimes. This is especially true of aggravated crimes such as assault, rape, murder, and even cannibalism. Some people refer to this as Bonnie and Clyde syndrome. A couple who enjoys committing crimes together might have an amazing sexless life. Might have amazing sex life until they're arrested. That is, damn, poor Bonnie and Clyde. 
You they know, were the, fucking the shit out of each they other. They were. You know, their car could only go about 35 miles an hour back in the day. That's some good roadhead speed right there. Roadhead speed. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they're just meandering through the through the city of um, in Mississippi, you know, yeah. and having some good old time, you know. Killing people. <laughs> fucking on top of their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they got crazy like that. that. No, no, no. They're just robbers. Okay. But, you know, there's a lot of women that become pen pals with convicted criminals. Oh, God, yeah. And they like, love it. Serial killers. And then marrying yeah. fucking serial killers. Yeah, they're never getting out of jail. Crazy. It's, it's weird. People have some strange fantasies. They do. Yeah, I do. So weird. <laughs> I do. I have weird fantasies. Mm, that's okay. But you know, it's, it's not like you're... Uh, Trying to hook up with a serial killer, either. Well, well, the, I the last. Go that far. I might be. <laughs> I don't know if they're a serial killer or not. <laughs> That's true. You meet some crazy ass bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. God, it's like I'm a magnet. Like <laughs> all the crazies line up over here. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, John, number okay, seven. Okay, I'm just kidding. Y'all aren't all crazy. <laughs> just some of you. Just some, maybe most. Okay. Why are you? Pick on me. I'm not picking on you. Stop telling the truth. I'm there. <laughs> Shut up and read number seven, damn it. I can't. <laughs> Erupt. Eruptophilia. No. Eruptophilia. 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 Yeah. Okay, you're good at this. It's like you should have a podcast or something. Oh, I don't know why I don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> read that, motherfucker. We... Could, we... <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Abruptophilia. Fine. <laughs> Gosh. We can spend all day talking about weird fetishes where people are attracted to things that aren't just taboo but are normally considered quite disgusting. Mm. One of those is eroctophilia. There's a Proc. key. Eroctophilia. There's yeah. a key in there. Yeah. Eroctophilia. The fetish for another person's farts. Yeah. See, procto? See, well, I was thinking erupt. But yeah, the proctor. Yeah. Okay. According to one thread on Reddit, oh well, you know, Reddit yeah. is the definitive source for everything. Oh, of course it it's is. The, it's the new Wikipedia. Of course. We get all of our information from Reddit. According to one thread on Reddit, even young teenagers experience proctophilia. One girl wrote about her obsession with a hot boy ripping some sick farts. And <laughs> <laughs> Let me read that again. Please do. A hot boy ripping some sick farts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And fantasies involving being forced to breathe in another person's fart. Get over here and smell my fart. We used to do that in school as punishment. We used to (laughs) bully people and fart on their face. But now they're doing it on purpose. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're telling people way too much about your past now. You know what? The 80s destroyed this planet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. I think it went back a little further. (laughs) Maybe, but... Oh, God. So, John, do you... The form actually has over a dozen topics on fetishes. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, John, do you like to smell other people's farts? I don't like to smell my own fart. Good point. All right. Except mine do smell like, like blueberry pie and roast beef. No, they don't. They usually smell like rotten egg. <laughs> you have way too much sulfur so if in you your have system. A, if you have an Easter fetish. <laughs> Jesus. You know people be eating those, those oh, God, Easter eggs. Yeah. And it smells up the whole house. Everybody's farting. You oh, know. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I hate Easter. 
Wow. <laughs> he can't do it. All right. Are we ready for number eight? Oh, I think I might know what this one is. Objectum sexualis. Most people are attracted to other people, but sometimes that's not the case. That's why there's a word dedicated specifically to people who experience sexual attraction to and arousal by objects. Ooh. It must be common enough because there's actually a website dedicated to helping people who experience this fetish. You know what? There's stores right here in Pensacola that cater this fetish. What's that? They sell rubber dildos. Of course. Yeah, those are objects. And people love the shit out of those. That's true. <laughs> this international community serves to bring together objectophiles from around the world in addition to providing education to the loved ones of people who identify with this fetish. Hmm. We've seen a lot of TV shows about this shit. People that have fetishes for balloons, people that marry their own cars. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. You've seen them. The love dolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love dolls look like a woman. They do. Like somebody married his car. Yeah. And they let him. That was dumb. I'm sorry. That's got to be a publicity stunt. No. I I don't know what the Brits were thinking. I think that was in England. I think it was Japan or something. I don't know. No, he he was Brit, I remember. The Brits? Yeah. Because it was like a red, it was like a red German car. It feels like we already read this one. Number nine. Acrotomophilia. The fetish might just work out for victims of car accidents and military veterans or missing a limb or another body part. Did we, we just talk about this? We've one? talked about that before. No, about missing body parts. Because I can't say it. They all look, well, I can't say a word. They all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a fucked up word. That's a fucked up word, too. Okay. All right. There's a similar fetish for people who want to be an amputee. But this one is all about loving people who are missing part of their body. In some extreme cases, people will have elective surgery to have part of a body part removed to fulfill their own or their partner's fetish. Wow. That's, you know, you cut off a finger to make your partner happy and then you break up. You're not getting your finger back. That's crazy. No kidding. I... I cannot say these. Acrotomophilia, often ties in with body integrity identity disorder. People who suffer from this condition believe that they'd be better off without their limbs. And some people even believe their body parts aren't their own. Wow. I do have alien body parts. I bet you do. Yeah, I do. I've got tentacles in my pants. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. You're slinging that thing around. All right. I don't know. I think I've heard enough about that one. Okay. Fortyophilia. John, do you know what that is? It's in comparison to something. Hmm. Go figure. In comparison, fornophilia might not be that weird. The fetish is all about using a person as a piece of furniture. Oh, we know about this. We know about this. Who wants to do this? So you want to serve as a, as a footstool, acting as a table, maybe being a human candle holder, mm-hmm. or acting as a non-functional lamp or something, <laughs> some other type of decor. <laughs> so... Interesting, yeah. They we had a friend that wanted to do that. She wanted to be a vase yes. for her girlfriend for her birthday. So she was practicing bending over and standing in that position 
for hours so she could put flowers in her ass during the entire party. You know, the whole five-hour party. Don't move because I'm the base. It's like, wow. All right. Says there's even one particularly striking method where a person gets pierced and strings are strung taut through the piercings to create a human heart. Wow. Wow. I mean, that'd be cool, but whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is, looks like the opposite of the fart fetish. It's called the air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's find out what that is. Holy hell. Mm-hmm. At least I can say it. You think? There are weird fetishes, and then there, there's, well... This. <laughs> and here we go from Reddit again. One Reddit user reports becoming aroused as a teenager wa- whenever he walked into a room that uses a specific brand and scent of air freshener. After some questioning from other conclusions, he suspects that the scent has become associated with the first time he watched porn. Other report users report being turned on by scents such as perfume samples that were included in a Playboy magazine. It would seem that Sense of smell is crucial when it comes to arousal and seduction. Let's hope this young man doesn't pop a boner when he walks into a stranger's home and they use the same air freshener. <laughs> God. Wow. But yeah, we, we know that your olfactory nerve... Oh, yeah. ...is very important to seduction. It Absolutely. picks up the pheromones from your partner. Look at me using big words, scientific big words. words. I yes, said pheromones yes. and I used it correctly in a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Olfactory, I said it. I can't say these words, but I can say those ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one, inflatophilia. We're going to inflate something? Mm-hmm. Did you know that you can buy suits that blow up into inflatable balls? <laughs> we, I actually have one. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. And, I then post- you, and then you run it. You get two people that run towards each other in the yard and smash into each other. No, 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 no. Not those. No, it's it's a latex ball <clears throat> that you actually get inside, so it's like a womb, and then you pump it up with air tire, and it's huge. It's like the size of a love seat. Wow. Yeah, and I took pictures and I posted on Fet Life, but interestingly enough, you can't see anybody who's in it. Because it's black latex, so you're basically taking a picture of a black latex ball. You like black balls. I do. <laughs> black, white, doesn't matter. <laughs> Did you know that this market exists for inflatable balls? Almost entirely to state that the appetite of people who do this is as a fetish. Inflatophilia reminds us that maybe those inflatable sheep are so common, not just because people use them as gag gifts and for frat parties, Someone might actually be getting it on with Dolly the Sheep. Well, wasn't that the point? If you were wondering, there's a similar fetish for balloons, which we've talked about before, John. Yep. Balloon lovers call themselves Lunars. Oh, good job, Lunars. You know what I call them? Weird. Well, Loony. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We love you guys. <laughs> but here's one. I can say this word. No problem. Yiffing. I have no idea what it means, but let's find out what yiffing is. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt that the internet has brought together all sorts of fetishes, and furries are considered amongst the weirdest. Oh, you love your furries. Love my furries, yes. Even to other kinksters. Not all furries view their fursonas in a sexual way, but some do. <laughs> These people participate in yiffing, or intercourse between two people dressed up and role-playing as their 
fursonas. Mm-hmm. Yiffing might involve dildos shaped like animal penises. Either way, let's hope the, those yiffers have a good dry cleaner. <laughs> dry cleaner to remove those sweaty costumes. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you actually watch, if you actually watch the porn by furries, and they have, I've seen people wear the full body furry suits. Like, all you can think of is, holy shit. And, I mean, they get their dick exposed and their pussy exposed and or two dicks, what have you. But the whole time you have to think, oh, my God, they must be dying under those suits, like, fucking each other. Well, they said they're getting animal-shaped penises. I've seen those oh, yeah. down at the sex shop. They have horse Bet cocks. Have. They've got dog cocks. I'm just yeah, like, alien cocks. Yeah. Yeah. I got one of those. <laughs> In my pants. <laughs> Wow. All right. We're almost coming to the end. we got Thank two more to go. I'm, tr- I'm trying to bear through this. She's about to strangle me to death. I am. Um, She's okay. like, shut the fuck up. We're doing a podcast, Stop talking about your dick, John. Stop talking. All right. Okay. Number 14. <laughs> Glasses fetishism. The right pair of specs can make someone appear more intelligent, which might be why so many people are attracted to people in glasses. However, this weird fetish takes it one step further by requiring glasses, even if they're not a necessity, to become aroused or have an orgasm. In fact, there's a genre of porn called specs that appeal to dedicated, uh, typically women, wearing glasses. When it's time for the money shot, the man aims directly at the glasses. Glasses fetishism can extend towards sunglasses and even contact lenses, it seems that the Japanese have especially adopted this fetish. Of course they have. Uh, the <laughs> fetish is alive and well in the United States, too, where one man stole thousands of dollars worth of glasses because of his weird fetish. Yeah, you know, the Japanese always comes up with unique, fun things to do. Yeah, they're talking about contacts. I'm, I think about the weird shape, the, the cat-shaped cat eyes. Oh, yeah. The There's white always something. and everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you can't tell that they're wearing contacts unless it changes the way their eyes look. Absolutely. So, yeah. We're back to aliens again. Wow. <laughs> Alien contacts. Dacrophilia. Ooh, I said one. The last fetish on this list is one that involves crying and tears. Like the name suggests, seeing someone else cry could be a highly arousing situation for them. Obviously, making a person cry works when it comes to BDSM or even rape fantasies. A fetish doesn't, ne- doesn't necessarily have to be negative or even have a negative impact on a person's life or sexuality. However, fetishizing a certain aspect of a person and using them solely for sexual gratification is something people should try to stay away from. After all, would you want to be lusted after solely because you're missing an arm or have a lot of body hair? Fetishists can make some people look like freaks of nature, even though they are the source of arousal for another person. Okay. Hmm. Interesting, huh? I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, (sighs) if there's one thing that can be learned from all these weird fetishes, it might just be that there's usually someone willing to give it a try. Some people even describe their desire to help others fulfill their fetishes as their own fetish. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like what a dom does. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's informative. (laughs) <laughs> so, 
With all that being said, we've had 15 fetishes. I don't get the crying fetish, but, you know, I'm not the but one doing it. But you had people that wanted you to make them cry. Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. But you didn't get aroused from their tears. Hell, fuck no. I do not. <laughs> I, I usually spit on them and tell them how weak and pathetic they are. So, but I, that's what they want. Yeah, if I make somebody Let's cry, I usually feel bad. It doesn't make me feel good. No. I'm just like, oh, shit, I made you cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because John's a little baby. Okay, God, we'll make you cry in a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring it on, bitch. <laughs> anyway, that was fun, John. Everybody wait for the next episode when Mia cries. <laughs> <laughs> cries when my fist hurt when I shove it up your asshole. All right, continue. Tears of joy. <laughs> all right, well, all you weird fucks, Till next time, make all your fantasies. Come realities. <laughs> <laughs>